0: from the road stories and encouragement with your traveling friends us jamie and clay schumacher hey friends welcome to episode five today we were talking about trees and uh, all the fun that we have out in the trees and things that we like to do involving trees
1: basically trees
0: trees today's trees but first what are we drinking tonight clay
1: yeah so we needed a bit of a boost tonight We wore ourselves out playing Yosemite all week.
0: We did. We were so tired in such the best way.
1: Oh, my gosh. How many hikes did we do?
0: Uh, I think only three. Okay. Three or four? Three.
1: These hikes.
0: They were so good.
1: Guys, these hikes were epic. I mean, Wapama Falls.
0: Yes, that's one of my favorite hikes we've ever done, I think. I
1: think it's top five, maybe top hike we've ever done as a family.
0: I think so, too. It was... So beautiful. I don't know it's like around 5 miles, which is kind of a sweet spot for us. You can kind of knock it out in the morning.
1: Yeah, so we're drinking because we're so worn out from Yosemite. We're drinking hot tea. Yes. Uh specifically Tazo. Yours is called Boost.
0: It is. And no, mine's mine is not called...
1: mine's not Tazo. Oh no, no, no. Yours is Twinings. Yes. Twinings?
0: Twinings, I believe.
1: One of those is correct.
0: It's the British one that you can get at the little store and uh I
1: think it's Twinings. <laughs> I think it's Twinings. Anyway, In
0: uh, the UK part of uh, Epcot is where I got this.
1: Nice. (laughs) So mine is Tazo. Mine is Tazo Joy, um, which I think is actually a Christmas tea, but it's like, I love it. It's a black and green blend with like a hint of peach. And it just warms my heart, warms my belly. And uh, yeah, it kind of wakes me up a little bit, but it doesn't keep me up all night. I think it's actually one my mom had around and didn't love and like gave me. But Hey, mom, if you're listening and uh, that's not right, let me know.
0: Oh, mine is this boost tea that is supposed to be like a metabolism boost or something. I don't know. I got it because it's got spicy stuff in it and I like that. It's Mm. like mango, I don't know, cayenne. I don't know. It's good. Yeah, I think it has cayenne. I think cayenne and mango and something else It's good. It does not have caffeine, though, because I cannot do caffeine afternoon unless I want it to be... Tired, but awake for the rest of the night.
1: (laughs) It's a curse.
0: (laughs) It is. (laughs) You're getting older. I've I've always been like that, I think. Or at least more sensitive to caffeine. That's not what
1: we talked about on the coffee episode.
0: Oh no. I just was much less of an issue for me to stay up that late. I I was trying to stay up that late
1: at that point. This isn't the coffee episode. This isn't the tea episode. It is not. But we did go to Yosemite.
0: We did go to Yosemite. It was amazing. We enjoyed hiking. We hiked in some snow. It was beautiful. And friends, friends, I have a. a, Bears are real.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's confirmed. Bears are real. I know you were waiting for us to confirm it. (laughs) Clay
0: manifested a bear in Yosemite on the last day that we were there.
1: So if you have. Yeah, go ahead.
0: If you haven't listened to the last couple episodes, uh the last two two episodes ago was about, no, one episode ago? Yeah, two episodes ago was about bears. And we talked about that we hadn't seen a bear on the road at all, and we really wanted to. And Clay was like, we're going to see one in Yosemite. I'm calling it. And I was like, nah, it's early season. I don't know. And just we've not seen them where we should have ever. Ever?
1: So- and we went the entire week without seeing a bear.
0: We did. We were, we were leaving. We were, we were on our way out of the was, park dusk on was Saturday falling night. And yep. we were on our way out of the park on our last day there on Saturday night. And we came upon a bunch of cars stopped all of a sudden. And we were like, oh, my God, is it a bear jam?
1: It's a total bear jam. It was a
0: bear jam. And we saw there.
1: Yeah, we pulled over. Well, we actually just stopped in the middle of the road because the car in front of us did.
0: (laughs) We did. We did.
1: And put our blinkers on. And then uh, like two minutes later, a ranger came behind us with their flashing lights on. And so we like moved to a more appropriate location. Please
0: move over. Yes. (laughs) They were kind. They didn't even say anything to us. It was just like, hey, uh, maybe don't be there.
1: But we were from a safe distance.
0: We were. Yeah, we were very um, pretty far away. It was even kind of hard to see the bear a little bit. But... Just Three. a single bear. One bear, one happy bear moseying along, doing their thing.
1: Climbing over fallen trees.
0: Oh my god. It was just so cute. I I was so happy. <laughs> I think we all were. We the all kids were. were pretty excited the too. The kids were so excited too. And I had gotten out of the truck to go see the bear a little closer. Like and by a little closer, I mean I went across the road and it was hundreds of at least a hundred feet away, right? Would you say? Oh yeah. Like, for sure. A very far away. Like it was No, not... it was
1: a couple football fields away. Yeah. So like it was a well, maybe, we were, a, maybe a single football we field. We were
0: very safe distance yeah. from the bear. But I got I went I wanted to go over to the other side of the road to get a better view. And so I got out of the truck and I went over there to look a little bit and take some, you know, very zoomed in pictures on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I have I have proof, I have confirmation. There are bears. Or at least a bear, at least this one. And
1: it could have uh, been a fake.
0: It could have been like an animatronic or something. I've considered that. I still only have seen one. But we did. I ran back to the truck afterwards like giddy and yelling, bears are real. <laughs> <laughs> the poor people around
1: Everyone here. around you was like, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: It was, it was hilarious. And, and what fun. a way
1: to cap off that day.
0: Yes. Yes, a very long and mostly fantastic day.
1: Yeah, we started off with going to that waterfall hike, Wapama Falls, in Hetch Hetchy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that was that was absolutely stunning. And on that hike, uh, JoJo was my hiking buddy that that day, and she said that she likes hiking so much that she decided she wanted to do the Appalachian Trail when she turns thirteen with me. So, Specifically, her and you. Yes. Yes, you're allowed to be trail support, but you're not allowed to to hike it with us. We have to do it just us.
1: Guys, that's okay with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Grace decided she was okay with it too. She was, she was not. Nah, she said she'd support on uh, the summer. She'll probably in be, She will be college age when Joe's thirteen. So mm-hmm. That is potentially out there. I don't know. I said I'd ask her again when she's around twelve to see if she still wants to do it. But i I'm totally game. Sounds so fun.
1: That sounds like a very jamie and jojo thing to do
0: it does it really does
1: i mean honestly like i i joke but i would totally do it with you as well yeah well we've got
0: plans to do the pacific crest trail when the kids are in college yeah or no i think out of our house
1: i love the idea of like heading out in the airstream on my own and going to some campgrounds kind of along the trail and like meeting up with you guys occasionally hiking little bits dropping off supplies yeah That sounds like a great way to spend, I don't know, a few months.
0: Yeah, I think we'll, if it actually happens, I'll be so excited about it. I'm, I'm trying not to like put too much pressure on it because she's seven and things. Oh yeah, exactly. No, I mean, yeah. (laughs) But I, I would totally do it. She'll
1: be like, "Wait, I said what?"
0: Yeah, (laughs) I said what? Six years? I wanted to do that. So she went and bought a compass from the visitor center so that she, because she could practice. Mm It's great. But we that was just, I mean, time. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, that trail was great. It was just up and down and across rocks and through like little streams and waterfalls over so waterfalls. like through like a, a little bit of a waterfall. Like, uh-huh. um, as it was going down, like we were kind of like hiking across one shelf. Uh-huh. Um, but it was, I mean, the, the water was really flowing in Yosemite this time of year. It's, I mean, if you're in Yosemite in the spring, definitely do a Palma Falls hike.
0: One hundred percent highly recommend one of our favorite hikes ever, yeah, yeah, so I uh, this is not the Yosemite episode,
1: <laughs> no, but there were a lot of trees on the trail, too, and there were you know the trail that we did before that was a sequoia grove,
0: yes, yes, and that was beautiful. We were hiking uh essentially on top of five feet of snowpack, yeah, because that was at a higher elevation. There's a famous kind of tunnel tree in Yosemite there and it doesn't have the top of it now, and I don't think it has for quite some time. But there's So still when a they cut there.
1: the tunnel out of it, was it alive or was it dead at that point even?
0: I want to say it was alive, but I really don't know the history. Hmm. I didn't set out to get the Instagram shot of the tunnel tree. I was more just looking for a hike that was the right length and Distance from where we were camping, so we could do it after work one day. And we got to play in the snow, and and the kids really wanted to be in the snow, so we busted out our crampons and like got out there, and it was super fun. Everyone was super good and safe, and except for me falling off of a snowbank on a bridge, so (laughs) it was fine. It was fine.
1: (laughs) There was so much snow there. Like they have these little foot bridges across the little creeks, right? The snow on the bridges went
0: past the railing to
1: and above. The handrails yeah. on the bridge.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it, it did. It was a little melted on the sides because it's been melting, obviously. So uh, it was really mm-hmm. possible to get your legs stuck in between the snowbank and the uh, handrails. Ask me how I know that.
1: <laughs> you shimmied across the rest of the way. I
0: was fine. It was it was totally fine. It scared me more than anything. Yeah. I crawled over the other one.
1: But yeah, no, we saw a lot of great trees. Some fallen trees. Learned about trees.
0: Yeah. The Sequoia Grove there was really beautiful. Yeah.
1: But I guess uh, we usually put like a letter in this part of the podcast.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. So we should read the letter about trees. Okay. And then we can talk more about trees. All right. The reading of the letter. Trees. Dear friend, I love trees. Do you love trees? Do you know how to find out if you love trees? Spend a long time, like months, in the desert, with very few trees around. Then drive to a forest. How do you feel? I feel so alive. We had been in the desert more or less since October. It's March as of this writing, and we finally got back to green and trees. Our first night back from our February trip to Baja, we camped in a national forest campground in the mountains. It was cold, but I could not contain my joy. I cooked dinner outside by headlamp, and in the morning, Clay and I hiked a few miles of the Pacific Crest Trail, which ran right by our campsite. We chatted and dreamed and grinned the whole time. I'm not sure what it is about being in a forest that makes me feel so connected to the earth, so full of life. Forests feel magical, like anything could be around the next corner. This is especially true of redwood forests. Hikes in redwood forests are among my very favorite, where it's cold and dark, even on a hot day, from the shading of the trees. One hike in particular sticks out in my memory. We were staying at Samuel Taylor State Park in Marin County, outside of San Francisco, and it was our first real redwood experience. We went on a meandering hike around the park, seeing trees and banana slugs, and even climbing over a few downed trees. The kids started to get a bit bored halfway through, and somehow, someone came up with the idea of acting out Harry Potter scenes, which we'd been reading as a family. And the next thing I knew, we were chasing each other down the trail, hiding behind trees and zapping each other with imaginary wands. Magic. As a side note, I have complicated feelings about Harry Potter, and we've stopped reading them as a family. The books were important to me, and especially our oldest child, but J.K. Rowling has terrible opinions. She has made very public, and upon rereading some of the books, I realized there's some problematic shit in there. Trans rights are human rights. We'll find other magical scenes to act out on our next Redwood hike, but this particular hike still lives in my core memories happily. Trees so large seem like they are from another world. I love to think about how long they have been there, the things they must have seen, how strong they are to still be standing there. I love learning about how fires interact naturally with redwood forests, seeing hollowed-out trees that continue on living. Sometimes I feel like that, like a hollowed-out redwood, resilient and not broken, but different than I used to be. I am changed by time and circumstance, weathered, but not taken down. I look a little different, act a lot different, but I'm still here, stronger than ever and better for it. I am still here. May we all grow and change. See you down the road, Jamie.
1: Trees. How much can we say about trees?
0: I guess not much. Uh, thanks for listening, guys.
1: <laughs> Good job. That was a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> no, we can I, say
0: so much about trees.
1: Yeah. No, I love the idea of uh, being like a tree. You know, relating to the hollowed out redwoods that are still standing.
0: Yeah. I I think that's part of what... Like the awe that you feel around redwoods uh, and sequoias and things like that, that kind of live on through fires and things like that, how they change.
1: And they're so old.
0: Yeah. I mean, same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, 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 no. Like
0: <laughs> I hope to be very old, not that old.
1: Like before the United States old.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's so cool about them. And you were reading about the the age of the sequoias and how there used to be sequoias in uh, kind of all over the north, all over North America, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, actually, on in the sequoia grove hike that we started talking about the beginning of the show in Yosemite, there they have kind of plaques. Uh, it's kind of like a nature trail. Well. You can sort of read them now, uh, but you have to, like, look down because they're, they're, like, at the level of what the ground is when you're hiking on top of the snow. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, so they show, they show kind of the areas that still have the giant sequoias now, but where they've seen, like, fossil evidence of long ago, like millions of years ago, where they lived. And it was actually, like, most of North America did have giant sequoias.
0: It was so interesting to learn that, I thought, because... I always think of sequoias being not all over America.
1: You know what we learned there is they are like particularly well adapted to that type of like California mountain environment. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I so think so. There's frequent fires, which actually help the trees. That that type of tree, anyway. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. because it clears out the underbrush and they don't have um, they have bark that prevents them from catching fire down low they don't have what they call the ladder branches? yeah ladder branches mm-hmm. right most of their branches are up high yeah right and their outside bark is is very fire resistant very thick so it actually helps kind of clear out ways for their saplings or clear out ground for their saplings to grow and provides nutrients for and them we and
0: we saw that it wasn't it wasn't, um, I think it was Douglas firs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we did that hike. That was to one the beginning a of the different, yeah, mm-hmm. a different waterfall hike <laughs> mm-hmm. and in kind of a, a, a quieter part of Yosemite in kind of part of the national forest into the park, into the national park. But we had seen this burned out area and then we saw all these saplings. It was so cool to see.
1: No, I know. It was like covering the ground yeah just just little baby douglas first tiny little tiny forest
0: little baby douglas firs.
1: no it's just i mean being in trees like we're we're like in the thick of the trees segment of our of our trip here yes being in the trees just i don't know there's nothing else like it
0: i agree i agree and uh jojo from a young age has been obsessed with trees
1: are you talking about how, like, when we took her on her first hike, maybe first hike? I don't know. One of her first hikes when she was riding in the carrier with you? Yes. <laughs> so we're just out on, like, a short little nature trail.
0: I think uh, this was in Minnesota, right? Or was this in Illinois that she started doing it? Oh, I thought
1: it was... Oh, it might, you're right. It was in Minnesota, actually. Um, So we were up visiting... Where did we go? In the lakes we area. We were...
0: What was it called? I don't remember. Breezy breezy Point.
1: Yeah, Breezy Point. That's what it was. Yes. It was quaint. It was We loved it. We
0: had such a good... The hiking at Crow Wing State Park Mm -hmm. was around there, and it was fantastic.
1: So we were out on on the trail. Yes. JoJo was riding with you, and it was just...
0: She was talking a
1: decent amount, but she didn't have that many words yet.
0: Yeah, if it was March, she was probably almost a year old, but not Mm -hmm. even a year old. Oh no, just over a year old. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, just over a year old. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So wrong birthday. But
1: she just (laughs) yeah, she just kept saying tree. Tree tree. Yes. (laughs) Just over and over again and pointing at all the trees. Yes.
0: The entire hike. She just looks up and grins and goes, tree, tree.
1: And it's it's not like we didn't have trees.
0: No, not at all. But she was just so happy to be out in the tree. oh for sure i had a hard time getting her to come out of a tree in our campsite today <laughs> to think, go to the beach
1: i think all of us in our family kind of come alive
0: yes i agree um,
1: around trees yeah she was up in the tree
0: right Yes, yeah, she was up climbing a tree in our campsite and she yep. did not want to come down that was her spot and she did not want to come down to go to the beach
1: today. but she ended up having fun at the beach even though she got wet
0: yes it's very cold <laughs> The Pacific Ocean is cold, and we are not a, like it's not a swimming beach where we are, but it is beautiful.
1: It is gorgeous.
0: I had to go see the sunset before, uh, before it was down. So we got our campsite set up and ran over there. Yep, it was fantastic. It was awesome. Uh, the, that's uh, that's a thing I really like about this part of the country is you have these giant redwood forests and trees everywhere, and right up to the ocean.
1: Yeah, I mean we're camping in the trees right now
0: yeah but we're in the dunes too, like
1: yeah, it's not Redwoods right here,
0: no, but it's beautiful, but mm-hmm. up at Redwood State Park, well, Redwood National Park and like mm-hmm. all the state parks up there, yep, you have like a really cool shoreline there with the trees, and it's so beautiful.
1: it is gorgeous. I can't wait to get up there,
0: yeah, I'm excited, we're a week away from that, yeah, my goodness, yeah,
1: but so I mean we're like I said, we're in the thick of the trees right now, yes. But uh, the beginning of this segment of our trip, and actually our whole winter, was in the desert.
0: Yes. And that is how you learn you love trees. Because. <laughs> yeah. I love the desert, too. I will, I mean, we could probably have a whole letter about the desert and all the things I like about the desert. And the cacti and the um, unique flora and fauna that you find in the desert. Uh, Ocotillo mm-hmm. plants are um fantastic i think those and are actually I think they might actually be trees,
1: trees or bushes they're deciduous they're for sure yeah
0: they're really interesting yeah those those are fantastic there's all kinds of cool plants but there's not big towering trees and
1: no you're never in a forest yeah there's in nothing, the desert
0: and very rarely i mean there's saguaro and there's some other types of cactus that grow really tall but you very rarely are in any situation where there's like things providing shade or towering over you. And I think that's cool about the desert, but also the feeling that you get when there's big trees around you and kind of over top of you. It's something kind of special. I
1: think maybe part of that is that we grew up around trees.
0: Oh, for sure. For me, it was a huge part of what I was used to seeing, I guess, and being around grow like the earlier part of my childhood in Washington we had greenbelt property so like you know property that couldn't be built on on either side of on two sides of our house and so there's just forest and it was big tall pine trees you know uh, not pine but i don't think that i'd have to look up what kind of tree they were they're were real skinny coniferous trees but beautiful and tall and thick and everywhere you could look around my house and so Maybe that's part of why I feel very at home with big trees around me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, for me, like, grew up all over the Midwest. But obviously, where there aren't fields, there are trees Mm -hmm. um, in the Midwest. And we had plenty of trees in our neighborhoods. Uh, We made sure to plant trees (laughs) on several occasions uh, growing up. Regardless, trees are just a big part of our lives. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: So, I mean, I do have favorite trees. Do you have favorite trees and least favorite trees?
1: Um, No. (laughs) (laughs) I like all trees. No, I mean, I guess in the sense that, like, okay, so in the house I lived in in Illinois when I, like, before I moved to Iowa for high school, we had like a cherry tree there i loved that thing we climbed in that all the time and ate the cherries made pies out of the cherries and we also had a a giant spruce tree in the front yard oh cool that we used to play in and under and climb up and (laughs) sometimes we would climb halfway up and then and it was really tall like as tall as our like 100 year old two-story house we'd climb about halfway up and then roll down the branches (laughs) (laughs) and kind of fall out of the tree to the ground because the branches are so long on those things, right? Yeah, they kind of hold you. They can hold you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember climbing some of those. Yeah, yeah. you
1: could like literally like you're rolling down a hill, roll out of the tree and it would like gently guide you down to the ground like it was just putting you down.
0: Yeah. That's so fun.
1: Oh, it it was a blast. And it had kind of like one section where there weren't branches at the ground so we could like we had, like, our little hideout in there, and we'd <laughs> bring things in there and play in there all the time, and I guess we had another tree um, at the house, too, that we had a rope swing on. Oh, that's always and fun. And so that was a lot of fun, too.
0: Yeah. I think about our big tree in our backyard in normal with, like, the way we put swings on and stuff, and how pretty that was in the fall. Oh, that tree
1: was gorgeous. It was so pretty. The leaves on that tree? Yeah. They are yeah. beautiful. That was a maple of some sort.
0: Yes, but not a silver maple because those things are annoying.
1: (laughs) What if it was? I don't think it was. I don't think it was either.
0: It was way too healthy looking.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) We had like four of them in our first house and they kept dying. Yup. That house, that was the first house that we owned and we looked at it in the spring and it was beautiful. The yard was pretty big for like a small house neighborhood. It was just a little ranch house and, well, a raised ranch, which is fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was beautiful. Right. But they, uh, I really liked it. But they had um, planted, some person who had owned the house before us had planted just a beautiful garden or gardens all around that house. And that is how I learned that I love to appreciate gardens and I cannot be a gardener. (laughs) They were, it was, so so we bought it thinking, oh my gosh, this house is so pretty. Look at all these flowers that have already been planted. It is so stunning. Oh my goodness. Look at this yard. We love the yard. And we, it turns out that we actually really like to like go outside other places, but we don't use our yard very much except for that we had to there because we had to do so much yard work because the big yard with all the trees and all the flowers was a lot.
1: I mean, I like to grill out and stuff.
0: Yeah, but I think like even in normal, we had that really nice yard. We had a corner lot and Mm -hmm. we didn't do anything to that yard really until we, uh, until COVID, until until lockdown. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Because we were like, well, I guess we have to be here now.
1: We would like go out and sit on the porch and yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah, and in front, but we never really mm-hmm. used the backyard. Yeah. You yeah. know, except to like walk to the garage. So right, exactly. <laughs> we put in like a sandbox and some swings and stuff for the kids, uh, and a nice fire pit and some chairs, uh, when we during Covid because we were like, Well, I guess we'll hang out here. Yeah, so we just wasn't would always else go somewhere else like we were outside a lot we were just not in our own yard well, especially that house thing, like, that's a thing we learned mm-hmm.
1: especially that house yeah, we could in town. we could walk to lots of places nearby that had you know parks and playgrounds or uh, uptown circle where the kids would play in the water there or you know stores and restaurants that type of thing so
0: yeah
1: uh, we didn't spend a lot of time in our yard until those weren't really options
0: yes but then we enjoyed it it was great Oh, very much so. Partially and we, because of the giant tree that was in
1: the yard. Yeah, no, for sure. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't giant.
0: No, it was, it was large. It, it took up a lot of the yard. Yeah, yeah. I, is that where the bats? Is leaves. that where the bats hang out? Hung out that got into our house? Do you think?
1: Um, no, I think they hung out next door. They had some really big trees next door. They had some really big trees, big old awesome trees there. This is great. You guys can't see this in your memory like we can, but I'm yeah. pictu- I'm picturing these trees i'm sure you have seen big awesome trees too and just picture those (laughs) where bats hang out yeah and then picture bats there and then they fly around in the sky at night and And occasionally get into your your attic no it wasn't
0: in the attic they came in the back back door
1: (laughs) (laughs) fly into the back door we
0: didn't have a screen door on our back door the whole time we lived there and we would be going in and out like unloading groceries or something from the driveway which was in the back there and occasionally we'd like just leave the door open too long at dusk and there'd be a bat get in
1: and bats in your house are kind of fun
0: (laughs) you know they carry diseases and stuff but whatever
1: yeah you should probably take bats out of your house i was always worried about the dogs
0: getting upset about it and literally we had a bat in our bedroom under our wardrobe and derby was like oh okay he did not care no it's funny. <laughs> I like took him and shut him in the bathroom just so that you could get it out of the bedroom, I think, or something. No, he didn't go times. in the
1: bathroom. I went in the bathroom with you the bat. You went in the
0: bathroom with the bat. That's what happened. Well, there were a couple of times. I trapped it. It happened a couple of times.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple different bats.
0: <laughs> but they're
1: so cute.
0: They are really cute. I actually like bats pretty well. For household pets, they were not... Pests. They were not the bad ones. No, they weren't pets. They would though, not though. make good household pets. <laughs> I do not advocate that. I do. I did. I. I think I described it this way today that when we were driving and I was thinking about seeing the bear and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was. I. If I were a D and D character, my personally, you, you are. That. Well, I play D and D characters, but if I was a D and D character, if someone was playing me,
1: again, you are. <sighs>
0: what does that mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i would be <laughs> i might this I don't they know. always have like if you don't play D, they always have a flaw like a, a weird personality flaw that like dictates some of their behavior and mine would be that i'm pretty sure i can befriend any animal even though i have no magic powers to do so
1: yeah that's that's solidly you for sure i i have a tendency like i'm not sure that you don't have magic
0: powers to do so (laughs) i was (laughs) in a moment of vulnerability i was at the wild animal park this was just before covid shutdowns in san diego uh with my mom and my aunt and a friend and we were all (laughs) walking around enjoying i guess they call this safari park now it used to be the wild animal park Uh, like the sister park to the san diego zoo Mm -hmm. and we were walking around looking at all the different animals and i have this thing where like i make eye contact with animals and i swear i can kind of like feel their mood like they're like talking to me and i mentioned this to uh the people i was with and they made fun of me about and that it was in good natured fun but yeah. they were like oh sure 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 and then later in the day we went over to la jolla to look at the seals over there mm-hmm. and they are is it seals or sealants i never know elephant seals remember. right no elephant seals are other places that's a oh up it's sea land land down here. there then. i think it's sealants okay or seals they have harbor seals along the, the coast there's, like, harbor seals here, I think, where we are. in Bodega, but Anyway. Oh, cool. <laughs> seals, sea lions, I don't know. We were looking at them, and then I, I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but I was down there with Vicki, and we were looking at them, and we were talking, and, and I said something about one of them, and it looked straight at me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh, you can't talk to the animals.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, people. Like, when we have stayed at Harvest Hosts that have... Farms. Yes, Jamie is like, oh, there's a horse. I'm there, and she's like, right. there I mean, I mean JoJo's not far behind, or me for that matter. Yeah, great, everyone loves you know.
0: the horses or the but, alpacas.
1: Oh my gosh, you would not leave the alpaca alone.
0: <laughs> the Icelandic horses were really cool. Mm, that one, they were really sweet. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were <laughs> so fantastic. But yeah, I kind of like sit and commune with the animals. Mm-hmm. A cow, even. I, I love. Oh, I found a cow at that one in Maine, and I went and sat in the barn with the cow.
1: Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sat in the barn?
0: I may have sat down, yeah. I, Did I you give to her a hug? Cow. The cow? Yeah. I could have. If I could have, I would have.
1: Oh, they didn't let you?
0: Well, it was like in the pen.
1: Oh, okay. So you, you were just I like, didn't
0: go in the pen. It was like in its own pen in the barn.
1: It was like when you're visiting the prison?
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: Poor yeah. cow. oh. <laughs> Was it a happy cow?
2: No. Oh. I don't think he was happy. Or she She was
1: happy. Did she, she told you she wasn't? Yeah. Oh. Maybe you should have brought her to California. I hear they have happy cows they, here.
0: They did look very happy when we drove by, past them today.
1: I would be a happy cow in California.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be.
1: <laughs> yeah. In Maine, I don't know. Maybe not such a happy cow. I, they,
0: I think she was just having a rough day. Okay. So, have you ever hugged a tree?
1: Have I hugged a tree? Yes.
0: Do you think trees like, have liter- feelings?
1: Wait, wait. Are you asking if I'm a tree hugger? Yes.
0: Are you a tree hugger?
1: Uh I've been called that. Yeah. uh, I don't think I have ever hugged a tree. Who's though. calling Not you literally. a tree
0: hugger while you're driving a thirty 30- <sighs> Ram thirty five hundred diesel dually long ben? Well, I'm no curious. one
1: when they see the truck. <laughs> yeah. No, that's definitely true. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I don't, I don't think I've hugged a tree before. Not, I mean, like, when climbing a tree, I guess that's kind of like hugging a tree. But no, no. I, I haven't, like, gone up I, to a tree and been like, oh, I love you, tree. But I, I do love trees.
0: I don't remember the exact moment or moments that I've hugged trees, but I 100% have hugged multiple trees.
1: That's on brand.
0: Well, I think they, you know, they have feelings, too. Wait, what? I think trees have feelings, too. It, speaking of which, I, I followed uh, uh, this Instagram account recently, this Trees Telling Stories. <laughs> I don't know what I got into, but I like it. Uh, I,
1: wait, Trees Are Telling... Is it it's like called the,
0: Trees Telling Stories, I believe. Is it stories about trees? It's the tree itself telling a story.
1: Is it the giving tree?
0: No, God, not the giving tree.
1: <laughs> Would the giving tree read the giving tree to you? Oh, gosh. The giving tree or, is so terrible. Is, okay, wait. Why is the giving tree terrible?
0: Why is the giving tree good? It's like... What's it teaching, Clay? What? It's a moral of a... Like, what's it teaching?
1: Um, what, like, from the tree's perspective? Like, generosity, love?
0: But then it, like, withers away.
1: Well, we all die.
0: (laughs) But it's not... It's a weird book.
1: I think you missed the point. I
0: think you missed the (laughs) point. Anyway. (laughs) I think, I think trees have feelings. Okay,
1: listeners, tell us opinions on the Giving Tree. <laughs> Is the we Giving Tree a
0: good book? I think it's bad. It makes me too sad.
1: It makes you too sad because the tree dies. Yes, trees die.
0: It doesn't have to in the book. It's real. It's a. <sighs> oh, speaking of trees dying and okay. not sad endings, mm-hmm. we were talking about like the fires and stuff in the redwood forests, mm-hmm. and. Uh, have you ever learned about we learned about nurse trees, right? When we were at one of the we read all the plaques, listeners. We, no, we we're don't. these people. No, well we try. We're we are these people at the national park or whatever park. We if, don't read as
1: many of them as I would want to. Clay wants okay. Actually Clay is this person.
0: I am I bored now. Can we go? Uh Clay wants to read all the plaques. <laughs> yeah. So we learn a lot of things because Clay has to read the plaques. Yeah, pretty much. But do you remember the nurse tree? You, the nurse trees, I thought yeah. that was really cool. It's no, a really beautiful So it's story. like a nurse
1: log or whatever, right? Yes. So the dead trees, specifically with
0: redwoods, right? I think so, yes.
1: Yeah, so they actually act as what they call a nurse log for new saplings, mm-hmm. right? And they actually can grow right on top of a fallen redwood. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yeah, and so they grow like
0: I've... around it, so you can mm-hmm. kind of see sometimes, it, it, then it kind of disintegrates over time and goes, because they get nu- nutrients. It decomposes. They get nutrients from the decomposing log.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really even. beautiful. Like two of them can grow together, and become like two of the saplings can grow together and become one. Yeah, or... sometimes you'll see
0: like even like three of them kind of all in a row, and it looks like they grew mm-hmm. on top of the same log, and then that log's not there anymore, because it?
1: Right, so you kind of see like a almost part like a of tunnel the new trees. under them or whatever. Yeah, like a natural tunnel tree.
0: And it, like, becomes part of the the new tree. Mm-hmm. It's like... The circle of life.
1: Yeah, but, like, the circle
2: of trees.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but, no, Um, wait. What? We just breezed past, and we started talking about the giving tree and how trees have feelings. Yes. But we're just going to leave it there, like, trees have feelings?
0: I mean, what is there to say about it?
1: Well, I I would say that most people would not read that in their textbook.
0: <laughs> it's just a feeling I have. I don't know if it's true. It's probably not true. I mean, it's not true. I don't think they have feelings in the same way that humans and animals. have. I think animals have feelings for sure.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's like, I mean, anyone who has a pet, right? Like. Would probably agree with you there, unless their pets like Walter the goldfish or something.
0: Oh, that's a deep cut to those.
1: Oh, sorry. That's a, this is a children's book reference. Yes. Um, Ryan T. Higgins, awesome
0: yes, children's book so author. Yes, so good. We Ho- don't eat our classmates. Yes. Uh, all the Penelope Rex and mm-hmm. then Bruce books. Yep.
1: So these are the references you get with us.
0: Yes. <laughs> so we've been reading. We've been reading a lot of Penelope Rex lately.
1: Absolutely. But yeah, anyone who has a pet knows that their pet has feelings, of course. Yes. But your plants? Do your plants have feelings?
0: I, You know, people call themselves like plant moms and stuff. There's a lot of people very into plants.
1: Okay. I mean, my mom is like a master gardener. I, yeah. Maybe I'm outing her on this podcast. but <laughs> But I don't think she ever told me about plants having feelings. <laughs>
0: I think it's just something you know. Okay, mom. But specifically trees.
1: Okay. They're the more intelligent.
0: I think trees are the more intelligent of the plants.
1: Oh, shots
0: fired.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sorry, succulents. Succulents out. (laughs) Trees in. (laughs) Y'all with your succulents, they do not have feelings. Trees, though.
0: (laughs) I didn't say that the succulents didn't have feelings.
1: Just not as good of
0: feelings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do succulents have?
0: They're very simple.
1: Oh, 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 oh. okay. There's not
0: like some hierarchy. I don't know. I just know what I think.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to take you seriously. I kind of get how you mean plants have feelings because they evoke a feeling in you.
0: Yes. So maybe that's the space in which they have feelings is that they make people feel things.
1: Totally. And I can totally understand wanting to hug a tree. Yes. And I might have in the past thought I should hug that tree and then thought that would be silly.
0: Yeah, that really stops me. (laughs)
1: Why would I let it stop me?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Cuz you're cool and stuff. Ugh. Not me. So hard being cool. I've been professionally silly for a long time. <laughs> Not professionally at all actually. And, I don't get paid to be silly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyone who knows me would call me rather silly as well probably, but
0: I just have no shame basically is what it is. I like I am a I'm a person who very much like enjoys things like karaoke. Completely sober. Oh, yeah. I mean, I might have a couple of drinks, too, but like that has nothing to do with my desire to do karaoke.
1: No, yeah, no, and you try and get me to as well, and I yeah. know yeah, that doesn't And in
0: my level of enthusiasm for karaoke is that is such that if there is no stage, I make one. <laughs> Wait.
1: You make one?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a table. Um, or a chair. Um... <laughs> It's not have, like provocative. I have never I d- been
1: a part of this. <laughs> do, do, okay, let's get into this. <laughs> Dancing on tables, singing karaoke. Okay, yeah. let's go. When did this happen?
0: At least once at Gill Street.
1: Oh gosh, there's not a stage at Gill Street?
0: No, there's no stage. And They either do it out on the patio or in that weird front room.
1: Okay, so I have...
0: Gill Street is, like, the towniest of townie bars in Normal.
1: Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's actually in, like, the, like, Subber well-off area. part of town. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it was, like, on the edge of town, and then kind of town grew around it. Yep, totally. Yes. And it's been there for a while. It's kind of an establishment. They have, like, a, they've seen bolly- volleyball in the summer and, like, a patio and stuff, but it's yeah, not, like, so a it's... cute patio. It's just...
1: No, it's like there's, Zorbas, but not as nice.
0: There's slot machines, and like my boss's boss was always there. I nope. don't know. And like then my boss's brother was already there. It was a lot of people I knew that were related to my boss in some way that were always there. I don't know. It was yeah. a lot of people that I knew. I could not go there without me running into people I knew.
1: So Gill Street.
0: Yes. Has karaoke. And, and has you danced on tables at, at least once
1: with your boss
0: think he was there for that one but i don't remember <laughs> it was definitely coworkers. i wasn't dancing you made oh. it sound i was just
1: you don't dance when you do karaoke well
0: sometimes it depends on i what don't I'm think singing, you could keep yourself from dancing I, it's not like that i'm not freaking doing a britney spears routine like i don't karaoke to britney no spears. my go-to song is freaking natalie umbrillia like i don't
1: you're cold and you're ashamed, lying naked on the floor.
0: Yes, that one.
1: So, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Totally a downer.
0: Yeah, it's totally me. <laughs> I do a little bit of everything. I'll sing anything. But no, that's
1: a classic, like '90s song. Like
0: everyone knows it, but doesn't know it.
1: Well, that, but more like uh, happy-sounding sad lyrics.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my vibe. Yeah.
1: Third Eye Blind. <laughs>
0: They, were, they had such good songs, but they were also kind of bad.
1: Very sad songs.
0: Yeah. 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 They really were. Yeah. Now that I think about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. But just like, so like poppy. Yeah. yeah. How's yeah.
2: it gonna be? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That one's actually one of the happiest ones. <laughs> so.
0: So trees have feelings and I dance on tables, apparently. I don't dance on tables. That sounds terrible. You
1: sing on dead trees oh my god (laughs) you dance on the graves of dead trees.
0: there was no real wood involved in the tables at Gill street
1: that's a good point that's a very good
0: point solidly plastic i they would not have supported me i did not get on the table i think it was a chair
1: but okay so you must say though this is not something that you would have done in your younger days
0: danced and sang well you definitely karaoke. danced and sang
1: uh, but like on on a table at a at a karaoke I did, sesh with stop the saying
0: i was dancing on a table it was a chair and i was standing up okay so people could a chair. see me as i performed very emotively okay um <laughs>
1: so never mind this is no-
0: <laughs> yeah no i it, it isn't something i would have done i think i did have a lot more like inhibitions mm-hmm. As I was younger, I think you did too.
1: too. Oh, yeah, Yeah. for sure. We all do. I mean, like,
0: (laughs) yeah,
1: right? Like the mighty sequoias. Yes. And any trees, but especially, you know, deciduous trees are a good example of this because they change with the seasons, but they also grow and
0: they do stuff. They do tree stuff. Yeah. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) well, like you said, we're, I mean, we're all like, Growing and changing?
0: Yes. Two? Yes. Yeah. I like trees for that because they adapt. They will kind of grow towards the light and Ooh. um, what's around them. And I think but they do it slowly. It's not a, an, an urgent or you know overnight kind of thing it happens over time and I think that's a really fun example yeah. for us like to you know take our time and in, in becoming you know the the now version of us
2: yeah it's
1: like um okay if you're if you've got a tree in your yard, right, and you come home every day and look at that tree, you'll notice the things like, oh, hey, like the leaves are turning. The leaves have fallen off. Like I need to rake the leaves.
0: Right. All
1: this type of stuff. Or there are flowers on it, but you might not notice right away like how much it's grown.
0: Not until it starts like touching your house a year later. <laughs> You're right. Like, oh, darn. I didn't or, think it was like, like yeah, if that big. <laughs>
1: But if you've gone away and, like, come mm-hmm. back to someone's house a year later or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Like, Whoa, I didn't remember that tree being that big. Yeah. yeah. um, I feel like that happens a lot with people, too.
0: Oh, it's so true. I think when you see somebody every day. It's like with little kids, right? Like when you see them every day, you don't realize, like, how much they change over a short period of time, especially babies. But in kind of the younger, the more they change quickly, right? But then when uh, you know somebody sees a kid that they haven't seen in a few months or a year wow you're so much taller wow you're so much you know more advanced at the skill or like all these things have changed so drastically and it really happened little by little every day and I think that you're right that is like a really good point to take away from it is we change little by little it's not like these wholesale changes generally that happen overnight if there's changes you're pursuing or things that are kind of happening in you or to you, it's not, it's not like a one and done situation. No, and like It's like these little things that change one at a time over the course of a long time.
1: Yeah. And so when, when you do things like that are a result of those things and, and maybe uh, <laughs> someone who wasn't, they're with you every day. Yeah. Like, whoa, where did You've that come You've changed so from? much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, I did not expect that. Yeah. Wow, Jamie, dancing on table.
0: <laughs> Shut up about the dance.
2: <laughs>
0: Damn.
1: No, dancing on chairs or, you know.
0: Yeah, I think. Living or, in your camper. Or, like, allowing myself a curse word once in a while. That was, that was a thing that I didn't yeah. for a long time.
1: We're all growing and changing in myriad ways all the time yes and you know all of a sudden one day it might look way different than before but it was a process
0: yeah yep,
1: and like that's good and necessary and like trying to prevent that is just going to kill the tree
2: oh yeah
0: That's kind of deep, Clay. I thought we were going to be fun on this one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you can cut that.
0: No, I like it. I really like it. I like... No, I think that's the encouraging thing, too, though, is that... So, to me, like, the encouragement of that kind of slow, steady change that kind of seems big over time is that these little things that are changing in you or that you're working on or working through, they will lead to big changes, but it's not gonna you're you're not gonna see it necessarily until you're like looking back on it, right? Be like, oh well I didn't think I made that big of changes and or I wasn't changing that much and then I look back and I see how much I've grown.
1: hmm Absolutely.
0: You're right. I wouldn't have done that at one point in my life, but it's hard to imagine that point in my life right now. Because the little things that happened that took me there are very ingrained and, you know, kinda happened slowly.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So, looking back, I like, I think, oh, yeah, that's true. I was I was much more concerned about what people thought or making sure I appeared, uh, I guess, like appropriate or something. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think
1: and that comes with like confidence, too.
0: Yeah. Mhm.
1: You know, when we are yeah, worried a lot about what others think of us or you know anything like that like it can be hard to be like confidently yourself yeah but trees are always confident themselves yeah
0: no i was gonna say you're like a tree getting like a little baby tree that gets blown around a lot but then when you get to be a bigger tree you stand still you stand firm yeah maybe we're stretching this metaphor i think we're going a little too hard on it i think we might be oh
1: one more thing though oh god okay we all need hugs
0: Trees, too. They have feelings. Yeah, exactly. And bears are real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amen. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on our tree hike with us, everyone.
0: Thanks for following that, uh, whatever that. <laughs> I'm kidding it was fun though
1: this hey this is how wild it gets when we start the night with tea
0: yeah you're super i don't know hyper i guess
1: but if you made it all the way here i hope that means you liked it or maybe you're just waking up again at the end of the podcast do you ever do that
0: i do that all the time actually some of my favorite podcasts i sleep to (laughs) the voices are so comforting
1: and then you like wake up and it's like the end, and you're like, okay. shoot, I'm going to have to listen, I'm gonna to, have this to, listen to this again tomorrow. tomorrow.
0: But also, thank you for like, sometimes I put on some of my favorite podcasts knowing that I'm not going to listen to them all because I'll fall asleep because I just like the people's voices so much. And then I will go back and listen to it again. So that's
1: so. If you are sleeping to this podcast, now's your chance. You can wake back up.
0: Let's start it over, I if... guess. <laughs> Or, or don't, that's fine.
1: Write us a letter yes. about what a good nap you had. <laughs> and thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening, friends. Thank you for joining us on this journey. And uh, it, we would love to hear from you. We would love to share your letters on the podcast if you uh, let us. And We'd love to hear anything that you have going on or any letters you want to share with us. And they don't have to be long. They don't have to be... Yeah, uh, a letter can be a postcard. It can be a postcard, exactly. We'd love to hear where you're at on your road. And if you want to do that, if you want to talk to us, you can comment on Substack posts at lettersfromtheroad.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at lettersfromtheroadpod, on Twitter at lftrpod, And you can email us at lettersfromtheroadpod at gmail.com.
1: Please send us your letters.
0: We would love to hear from you. And until next time, we'll see you down the road. Bye.